0: Love Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to another edition of the BristNet.com, Com preview podcast. We're in New Orleans this week for the LeCompte Stakes, $200,000 grade three for three-year-old males, a mile and 70 yards. Most importantly, 16 points up for grabs for the Kentucky Derby, 10 to the winner various other point allotments for second through fourth, and an important stepping stone on the TwinSpires.com road to the Louisiana Derby at the end of March, a 100-point race. Uh, Fairgrounds has uh, taken its lumps through the years from a Derby perspective. Uh, these types of races have not made a lot of noise uh, under the Twin Spires when you get down to brass tacks the first Saturday in May, but i feel it's more likely an aberration than not considering how well the Phillies have done on the road to the Oak. So certainly capable of sending good stock and good quality animals uh, to Churchill Downs happened more on the Philly side than the males. Uh, But it does seem like uh, horsemen are willing to take a shot. Some good purses, Louisiana Derby's a million. This one's 200,000, but again, most importantly, uh, important first step on the way to the Kentucky Derby through New Orleans Helping us navigate that road this week and always from predictiveform.com. Danny Zucker, how are you?
1: Ed, what's going on?
0: Not too much. Uh, big week of racing. Eclipse uh, Awards coming up, uh, Sunshine Millions, Oaklawn's open, uh, a lot of different looks, but uh, Derby season always uh, brings us to those races and look we'll out. What's going on with you?
1: Yeah, no, I mean, uh, we're 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 excited about prediction machine of course. We're entering the divisional finals and looking forward to uh, the weekend set of games. I'm not going to give any insight other than the fact that I'm from Seattle and you know who I'm rooting for. Um, I was surprised last week that California Chrome won. I know it's crazy to think that you're surprised that a 1 to 5 shot wins. He he won fairly convincingly. He certainly was um, as good as maybe people were saying from his workouts so that was that was tough <clears throat> not that not that we we said to bet the race at all, but uh you know he, he almost got caught but I uh, nah, didn't i he was in hand all the way, <laughs> so races like this are a little more appealing uh to me, where they're um big fields like this, and they're horses that can break through tops, so a uh, double top barrier' is not always the same in a race like this and or is a negative pattern nor is a new pace up so uh, I'm looking forward to chatting about the Elocup.
0: Yeah and uh, just real quick on California Chrome. We gave it a kind of a slow number. I'm not sure uh, I, I tried to use the results finder and ended up in the uh uh-huh. the, the uh handicapping profile section. So uh maybe you can pull it up but um yeah he 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 won in hand. I uh, got a little bit of a thrill with my pick imperative who chased him home but uh, you know, the reality is he looked like a winner most of the way. Uh, the pace was to his advantage, um, which you might say is the reason why the final time came back slow. Your numbers incorporate pace, however, so be uh-huh. interested to see what, what you guys thought of it. But he, he absolutely will need to move forward off his brisnet number for sure. Uh, if he and he looked like noise. a winner
1: the, the second the gate opened up. He ran yeah. 73 with a soft pattern. Um, you know, so we were right in the fat, fact that he would regress and the race was slow, however, uh there was nobody that was faster than him.
0: Right. And uh, and you know, in those cases, uh, you know, he tried to beat a three to five and he, he did he did regress. So to me that's a good bet and they don't always work out, but hopefully we'll find something that works out uh in the LeCompte. As you said, a, a full field Uh, And really, not only that, I mean, that's always a variable uh, horse players gravitate toward. But as we talk about uh, now in our second full year of going over these derby races with three-year-olds, other variables, horses stretching out, so pace dynamics Mm -hmm. certainly in play with uh, one-turn speedsters, maybe looking to carry their form, horses who maybe needed two turns looking to finally take advantage of that. Uh, and three-year-olds develop, Uh, you know, we'll certainly see some jump-ups over the coming weeks, whether that happens here or not. Be eager to hear who you think is capable of it. Uh, I have a horse who is not the favorite uh, as my top pick. Uh, You want to go from the rail out, or you want to single some horses out? Sure. What do you think?
1: I mean, we can jam from the rail out if you'd like, or or whatever you want to do. I I think with this field, given there's
0: no – I mean, there's – Some names that might be familiar to people, but Uh overall, uh, you know, it's going to be a a fresh look for for most. So, yeah, I think uh, rail out is good uh, and not a lot of drama to start, however, at least in terms of what the morning line says. Uh, Riding in the wind, uh, 30-1, to uh, ships down from Mahoning Valley. Uh, I think we made some jokes about shipping in and out of there before with some other horses we've talked about. Uh, Did seem to wake the horse up, uh, at least on the brisnet scale. Uh, First three starts, couldn't crack 65. Went to Mahoning Valley against fellow Ohio Breds and popped a couple of mid-80s. That's still not fast enough, though. And now shipping in against the big boys uh, seems to be class compromise. Would you make a riding in the wind?
1: We would agree. Final figures are... Barely scratching 60, usually in the high 50s, so he would be a no play pass.
0: No play, yep. Too slow on the uh, the play Too type yep. uh, for those using the uh, race analyzer, which is uh, absolutely phenomenal tool uh, at predictiveform.com. Uh, next to his outside is Fish Trap Road, a horse I'm extremely interested in. Uh, the brisnet bias status says inside posts do well. It says E-types, uh, in other words, speed horses do well. Uh, another one dropping out of the state bread ranks, though. Granted, New York breads are a little tougher than Ohio breads typically. Also trying two turns for the first time off a of mini layoff. So a couple angles you have to navigate. I think 6-1 is a fair price two ninety plus at speed ratings into this. Uh a gate to wire win would not surprise me for this one. What do you think of Fish Trap Road?
1: Well, the 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 thing about Fish Trap Road is he's got five consecutive patterns, four good patterns and a, a double top, which is of course uh, indicates a lifetime top final figure and four furlong figure. But from from the way it looks here, he sort of peaked in October and even if he comes back at seventy-two, which I doubt he will, he's not going to be fast enough in here to win. He would be a he would be a pass for us in the value plays. He is a uh, what is he at? He's a too slow. No, he's an average, but uh, a, a pass and no bet for us.
0: Yeah, I have to be honest, I was a little discouraged. Uh... To see that i ended up sticking with him on top uh because 'cause six to one I, I think is an okay price uh and uh-huh. I like that I'm gonna be on the lead, so I'll get my thrill and we'll see how far he goes but uh uh-huh. yeah, I definitely do not want any less than six to one after consulting your numbers uh similar vibe uh I mean, he, yeah Walter. he does have the
1: fastest he does has the have the fastest four furlong figure um but there are six horses within two points for four furlong figure, which means there's probably going to be some sense of pace up front. But, uh, you know, we would probably need to see something closer to 15-to-1 to have any value on this horse. Hmm. Uh, a, a gaudy price uh, that I don't think we'll get. Uh, number three,
0: Uncle Walter, uh, familiar connections to uh, the Louisiana scene, Ken and Sarah Ramsey, Mike Maker, they had international star last year who ran this table. Uh, en route to uh, what I'm sure they would feel Well actually they scratched from the Kentucky Derby So especially disappointing in that regard He's on the undercard so he's back uh, and Their Derby dreams are back as well With Uncle Walter uh, Broke his maiden first out uh, Then uh-huh. second to uh, uh, In a entry level Allowance of 3-2 to two. Uh, t- Talent definitely seems to be there uh, One uh-huh. of those that if he steps up It wouldn't shock me 6-1 to one seems a little light for me though What do you think? Well,
1: a couple things on Uncle Walter. First off, he's got the fastest final fastest final uh, figure here is a 77. Um, and it was a jump up from 70, so a 7-point seven move on top and an 8-point move with a 4-furlong figure from 67 to 75. But he's running at 7 and 7.5 and furlongs. So those intermediate distances, especially 7.5 furlongs, tend to skew figures higher because there's just not a huge sample size ed and right. because of that it's just an awkward distance to try to establish a foundation for i'm not really crazy about him I, I didn't like much from the damn side and i do think he's going to take a little action i would imagine his his buyer or your figures is pretty high with him uh, but not for us I, I would say he's a pass
0: Yeah, he he does have the the high figure, uh, but I would agree we find that as well. Not as much with the one-turn races, uh, but, yeah, the funky distances, especially seven-and-a-half being one-turn at Churchill, a lot of places you might see it as two turns. uh, It it is different and can can skew. It's just a smaller sample size. So I'm with you there, and and I just think given the the connections, uh, the, the price won't be right on this one. Uh we go from Mr Z last year to Z Royal this year. Uh the mm-hmm. diets uh will be will be busy on Saturday at the Eclipse Awards. Uh but uh somehow they they got Victor Espinoza to ride this one. I'm I'm guessing he's gonna be uh chartering a a plane to get to Gulfstream after this race. Uh but D Wayne, uh who we're familiar with last year as well, shipping this one from workouts at Oakland, uh a big price and rightfully so, never been fast enough and Needs some major improvement.
1: Well, from a figure perspective, his his first race of lifetime was not very good. Sixty six. He ran seventy two uh, on top and bottom. Uh, in his next out, which is a pretty good race. I mean, he does show some ability to come off the pace. I wouldn't knock the coach ever. And picking up Victor Espinosa, he's worth. We you know from a I guess from a value play perspective, he's average. From a wagering perspective, he would be somebody I would use underneath.
0: Underneath, yeah, and that's that's about right for the coach. Right. He uh, he can he can pull a move where they they outrun their odds. Uh, a a right. win would, would be a, a big step up, though. It, interesting yeah. though that the victor is on this named on this one. I can't imagine he's here for him, so I need to see who else he's riding. Uh, probably a live one uh, to his outside Dolphus. Named after uh, Dolphus Morrison, the breeder of uh, Rachel Alexandra, and this is a half brother to Rachel Alexandra, out of Vlada Kim by Champion, looking at Lucky. So uh, very good pedigree. Ten to one on this one is interesting to me. Uh, was uh, won the debut at eight to five, and then had trouble uh, in the entry level allowance at Fairgrounds last month. Uh, I don't think two turns will be a problem. I think that's an mm-hmm. easily forgivable last-out race. Uh, ten-to-one, to me, is the right price. I don't love uh, the speed ratings, but to me, given the trouble last-out, you can make the case he could have run faster with a clean trip. Uh, I think you have to make that case to bet him, but at ten-to-one, I think you're getting the right price. He's one I'm interested in. What do you think?
1: Well, I didn't. I didn't look too much at the trouble again. We just look at these races for this discussion in a vacuum and look at the figures. And I'll start with the the figures here for Dolphus. His first out was a negative pattern. Uh, He followed up with a new pace top, so he ran 74 and a 70. Both forward moves without uh, having them be double tops. He comes back at the same distance. A new pace top at 10-1. to We have him as our second choice in the value play picks. I like him a lot, and the reason I like him beyond what the value play picks is is knowing what I know about um, Lotta Kim and just the the family that Lotta Kim has had, the brothers and sisters, Jess's dream is really good. Rachel's Valentina was good. Samantha Cole, Nicole was supposed to be good. you are talking about a royally bred, top and bottom three-year-old here. Now, I don't know who D.D. D. McGee is, but rest assured they're probably related to the family somewhere. So... Um, let me just pull up what Rachel's Valentina ran. All these horses ran in the, you know, all these horses, all his halves ran in the last uh, six months. So you're going to get a real good idea of what they're got, what they can do. Jess's Dream ran seventy four first out. Uh, let me keep talking that I'll pull up a couple of these other others. All right. Uh,
0: well, and uh, while you're you're pulling up uh, Rachel Alexander's family, I guess Dolphus's family, for the purpose of this conversation, I'll mention the next horse we would get to, Noble Thought. is going to scratch. Uh, Rachel, Rachel's Valentin- at-
1: Valentina ran 76, Breeders' Cup Day. You know, so these are 75 and 76 by their brother and sister, and Dolphus is sitting on a new pay stop. I would expect to see a big race from Dolphus, and I, I you know, Looks like a re- tremendous, really good value and a pretty good horse.
0: Yeah, I do worry about the the price just because uh, everyone likes to write about Dolphus and the story behind uh, this one. Mm-hmm. But uh, you, even at eight to one, because there are some scratches, I, I think uh, you're you're getting a, f- a fair shot at a horse who, who right. won out of the box. And uh, that maiden race at Fairgrounds uh, that he won, career debut, uh, broke six and had to close, and then was closer to the pace when he had that trouble last out. I like the versatility when it comes to three-year-olds. Uh, this, this for me, is absolutely my second pick behind Fish Trap Road. Uh, I mentioned Noble Thought uh, will scratch, uh, so we'll move on to Mo Tom, who I anticipate will be the uh, wagering choice. He's seven to two yep. on the morning line. I think that'll dip a little bit given the the scratches uh bullet workout last out, uh some great company lines behind Aeroforce Force and more spirit uh in his graded stakes debut, uh upset the street sense, uh a lot to like on paper. I just worry about how low the price is gonna go, but clearly
1: a player to me is Moton. I would I would agree, from a figure perspective, he ran sixty eight then 69 and then 75 double top winning in that race at Churchill on November 1st uh, with two positive patterns and a double top so following the double top you would expect regression um, and he regressed but he didn't regress a lot he also ran his slowest 4 furlong figure so it looks like his last race might have been his best race, albeit not his fastest race. I would have thought he would have regressed more. There's no reason why you couldn't use him again with the price that he's on top. I might side with him on the bottom, but he's somebody to consider. Now, from right, let me let me just say, from a value value play perspective, he is not going to be a value play. Yeah, of course, he's fourth in the value plays because of his. You know, there's not a lot of value with his odds.
0: Right, yeah, and I do think it'll go lower, but, uh, you know, it's, it's one of those tough spots wh- horse players find themselves in race after race. I mean, the, the favorite is a, a logical horse. It's pretty rare where you say, oh, well, they don't even have a shot. Um, so you got to be price sensitive, see what the mul- the will pay, uh-huh. say, et cetera. Um, but to me, uh, I mentioned liking fish trap road in part because I think it'll be forwardly placed. I like the post. Uh, The opposite is true for Moton. Uh, On the favorite, you have to bet a horse who's going to be closing, which is not ideal at this trip of Fairgrounds, and the further outside post isn't a bargain either. So I I think given that, I'm willing to take a shot against him, Uh, but it is the type of horse, and (laughs) we went through this with Keen Ice last year at Fairgrounds, who finally ended up showing his stuff uh, in the summer and, and fall. Uh, but, you know, these late-closing types early at fairgrounds are definitely up against it. Uh, The good ones can overcome it as they stretch out and the races get Uh tougher. Um, So to me, if Motom, you know, second or third doesn't win, maybe there will be value there next time, whereas if he wins, uh, forget about betting him next out, he might be even money. Yeah, exactly. Something to think about. Battle Tap is also going to scratch, uh, as is Indigo Breeze uh so uh-huh. you'll want to take out 689 uh as you're handicapping along and that brings us to number 10 Pinnacle Peak uh Florent Giroux stays up uh jockey certainly knows his way around the fairgrounds uh uh-huh. seems to be a, a useful sort you mentioned with fish trap road uh there are others that are capable of uh hanging around him early and i would think this has to be one of them from the outside post he's going to have to go Uh, and uh, both his wins were gate-to-wire, so that seems to be his style. Uh, I'm not sure he has uh, what it takes to to last against this group, though. What do you make of Pinnacle Pete?
1: Well, the first thing I make of Pinnacle Pete is he's had six races already, which he's going into his seventh race just in the beginning of January. So he's been run a lot of the six races he's had. He's had five patterns, a compression line, a double top, three back-to-back, new pace tops, and then his most recent win at Fairgrounds was a 71 for a a lifetime top for him. We absolutely would have bet him off three double tops, but here it doesn't look like... It it doesn't look like... You know, he's kind of a slow-progressing horse. He took a big jump up, so you're going to see either a, a slow forward move or regression. If he goes to 72 or 73, I still don't think that's going to be fast enough to win. I think like 74, 75 wins this race, and I'm just not thinking that Pinnacle Peak can do that.
0: Fair enough, and I agree. Uh, Number 11 is Chis Noble. Somewhat interested in this one, Joe Sharp, a name I'm sure we'll be very familiar with as we continue to talk about uh, races, especially at fairgrounds and probably uh as well but he came up with Dolphus. he has this one for delridge farm uh some decent speed ratings definitely is, on the brisnet scale is going to require some improvement first two came on turf though so uh if it ends up the dirt's his preferred surface and last time was a sealed track so uh you know this could be his first opportunity on on fast dirt uh a step up wouldn't surprise me and, uh, again, I like the versatility. It's one gate to wire. He's pressed the pace last time. Uh, so, to me, there's some things to like at 10 to 1 here. What do you think?
1: Yeah, and starting with, so let's start with just the dam. And and yeah, I spent a good amount of time going through every one of these dams. And uh, Tambo's produced Ocean Wave. Ocean Ray- Wave was a, a pretty good filly that ran second and third in the Fantasy and Honeybee and Tis Noble now is two for three lifetime, so there is some family to like here, and there's only four horses whose dams have produced uh, black-type runners, and he is one of them. Um, so his first two races were on turf, comes in and runs a compression line. Compression line is what you want to see with a when a horse um, runs first out on dirt, when they run a very tight line where their final and four furlong figures are very similar. The stalking kind of pattern Looks to be an asset for him here, so from a so like the value plays would tell you that tis noble is average, so he's in the second tier of horses he's got the compression line. I think he's somebody to consider here and 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 possibly use for sure,
0: yeah, I wish uh you know the post might end up. Being an undoing from out there, yep. but uh, you know, if he talks, gets a good position, certainly at 10 to 1 or thereabouts. Uh-huh. Um, with the shot, I agree. Uh, number 12, Mending Fences. Uh, Danny Pish uh, is going to lay Yeah, up just Richard skip Aramia. him. Skip him, Ed. Skip him? Yeah.
1: Not what we're talking
0: about? No. No shot. Okay, that, that that's where I was going to get to. Uh, I agree, just too slow. Uh, number 13, Destin. Mm-hmm. Uh, Todd Pletcher, Julian Lepereau, Hollywood Connections for sure. Uh, Another one to me that that needs to step up, uh, (laughs) Giants Causeway out of Dream of Summer. Uh, They're going to give this one every chance, Uh, absolutely, that kind of pedigree. You start winning graded stakes on the Derby Trail. You have a seven-figure horse. uh, They ship into here. Burn money big time at 3 to 10 uh, at Gulfstream. And it uh, doesn't seem to be a vote of confidence that they're coming here now to be honest. Six to one just seems too short with the outside post uh what do you make of them
1: so how How tough is the outside post at a mile or in a mile and a mile and change at this track? Do you have any idea yeah i mean it's it's not awful I mean it's it, well getting out
0: this far is is rare uh-huh. uh that, you, uh-huh. know, you have that many the The eight plus uh is eleven percent, which is okay. Right. Post four to seven is only 7%, uh, uh-huh. which which tells me that I would say most races are probably eight or nine horses. So that that's why I'm trepidatious about the outside. Post one right. through three are 21%, and the rail's 24%. Uh, so clearly inside is better. I don't think it, it's a deal breaker you're on the outside. I just I don't love it, and it's six to one on a horse who just got beat at three to ten last time. It just gives me concern.
1: So, Destin is a full brother to Creative Cause. Creative Cause ran second in the Derby, won the San Felipe, won the San, Vince, San Vicente, was third in the Breeders' Cup, um, and was third in the Preakness behind uh, I'll Have Another, right? So, we know from a family perspective he's got the bloodline, right? Both it's the same mother and father to creative cause. Instead of Mike Harrington training you have Todd Pletcher. You have Twin Creek Racing Stable, really a sharp group of guys here. So there's a lot to point to, but to your point, Ed, which is interesting is let's say from a let's say that we thought that, that they thought this horse was so so Pletcher's got, you know, tier A's and he's got A's, Bs, and some Cs on the Derby trail, right? You would think his A's are going to be in Florida, predominantly, and New York. So this horse goes from New York to Florida and now ships into a fairgrounds to run in really the, one of the first Derby prep races. So it, it says one or two, one of two things: either A, they don't quite know what this horse is all about and they want to give him a chance to earn black type and see if he compete, or B. They know he can't compete, and they're moving him to a circuit that they want to they wanna sort of um, bring him around into, right? His figures tell me the latter. So the, the figures tell me he's ran a compression line, a 69, and then he, then he regressed to a 64, albeit uh, it was a reversal pattern. So he's got two positive patterns. His pattern style indicates he's an off-the-pace horse, certainly with Julian Peru and from the outside post, he's probably not going to get a good spot. You know, Julian is very cautious about the way he rides horses. I would imagine the horse will dart directly to the rail and try to weave his way through traffic. He will get bet at 6-1. to one. I, I wouldn't be surprised to see him run well and come on late. I just think, based on some of the figures and knowing what I know about um, sort of Pletcher's strategy with three-year-olds, he, he might look down the road towards Destin, and I do know Creative Cause took a little time to come around. In his third race, he ran third. This is the third race for Destin, so I would, I would consider him underneath, below in like a, uh, the third or fourth position, but not certainly for first or second.
0: All right, I definitely uh, can can agree with that. And one last thought. That was thought brilliant. The...
1: How can you not agree with that? It was
0: it was compelling. Uh, And part of the reason is, yeah, piggybacking on that thought with Pletcher. The fact is, if he wins that allowance race at, you know, two to five, uh, as you would have expected he should, there's no way they ship him here. So uh, that to me tells me they were disappointed they're regrouping. But, you know, Uh they're adding blinkers, which is a 20% for Todd. Uh, He's 26% shipping, Uh, you know. There's some things to like, but I just, you know, with the post and the odds, uh, I'm willing to look elsewhere. Uh, Speaking of looking elsewhere, uh, maiden number 14, Tarpon Bay Road, uh, he'll have to go to have any say in this race. He's a Mm -hmm. tapic colt, which I'm sure is uh, exciting to, you know, be on the derby trail or whatever. Uh, He seems too slow to me. What do you think?
1: Yep, we have him as as a too slow.
0: Yeah. Uh, and that brings us to Tom's Ready, who will draw in, because there will be at least three scratches, oh, yeah. uh, one horse uh-huh. had surgery. So, for sure, one, even if the other two change their mind. Uh, regardless, though, I was surprised to see that this one was on the AE list. I'm not really sure how they decided that. He uh, is placed in a in a stakes race, so he has black type with Tarpon Bay Road, a maiden, uh Drew into the field, so I guess it was just a random draw, and he got ousted, or maybe late nomination or something. Uh, but regardless, he will get his chance. He is somewhat interesting, a couple upper 80s on the Brisnet scale, uh-huh. uh, more than ready. This seems to be the ideal distance for them. Uh, gets a strong local jock in Uh Dallas Stewart at four percent grade at stakes, though, and a five to one morning line makes me think he's going to be overbet.
1: Who's that? Tom's ready. Yeah. I mean, he's his his he's got the, one of the fastest lifetime races in here, but he looks like he's sort of regressed off that from that Churchill race, and it does look like the Street Sense race was fast because M Tom ran seventy seven. I think the fifteen post is way out there, probably the significant disadvantage.
0: Yeah. Tough to tough to take. Uh, well, that's the field, and it's a deep right. one. Uh, I think we've uh, given you know some good ideas at decent prices. Uh, after this discussion, uh, I'm not going to deter from my original thoughts it was two five eleven. I think Fish mm-hmm. Trap Road can go gate to wired at an okay price. Uh, Dolphus and Tis Noble, I might like if they had uh, well Tis Noble especially drawn a little better. Right. But the, the two uncoupled Joe Sharp. Entrance, uh are both interesting to me at 10-1 to 1 morning line. Uh, what's your final thought?
1: So, uh, with Noble Thought is out, right? That's right. Yep, so Dolphus would be our top pick in here. He's actually a fringe contender, but with Noble Thought out, he is out. That's from a figure perspective. The fact that, that Dolphus is by um, looking at the l- lucky and out of Lotta Kim, and Lotta Kim is the damn who had Rachel Alexandra and and Rachel's Valentina, and Samantha Nicole, and Jess's Dream. You know, this is Stone Street. These are like the Stone Street royalty here. So I would expect him to run pretty well. We we would say, and I would say, Dolphus would be our top pick. The horses that I mentioned underneath may be the favorite a little bit. I would agree with you with Tis Noble. I'm not so sure that Destin is way outside. But um, in a race that looks to be wide open, I, you know, I think that we would tell you that Dolphus has – Real value here. I mean, he, I'm not saying he's a single, but whatever his odds are going to be, he's worth a win bet. You know, I thought yeah, nice Z, and I personally know. thought, and I th- personally thought Z Royal would outrun his odds, especially if if, if Victor Espinoza is actually on him. That is a real. Yeah, problem.
0: that uh, he's not on anyone else. So, I you know, I'm not sure what what the uh, situation is there. I'm doing a quick search. Uh, I don't see anything that he's not taking the mount. So, uh, good on him, reuniting with, with Zayat, familiar colors for sure. Uh, and who knows, I mean, he'll, he'll be a price regardless of Victor getting up. So, uh, you slide him underneath, especially Dolphus, uh, you're going to do all right. So, uh, look forward to seeing how it works out. There's also a Derby points race on Monday, the Smarty Jones at Oaklawn. uh will tweet out the uh, PPs to that. Uh won't be able to talk about it. on here, obviously, uh, next week. Uh, we'll go into, uh, I'm not sure what next week is, but probably some interesting races for us to talk about. Uh, Danny, remind everyone about the price cuts at
1: PredictorForm.com. Yeah, uh, PredictorForm is now $9.95 for an individual day and $19.95 for uh, a full day, unlimited racetracks. This week's free track is Tampa Bay Downs. So you can just go there and download the figures for Tampa Bay Downs. And for, for folks that are... I would say newcomers or intermediate level players looking to take your game up to the next level, the value plays are there. They pretty much tell you who to play and where the value is. And you can take courses in and take courses out and update the odds. So it's if you want to play and you need somebody to do most of the homework for you, this is the this is the place to go. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and uh I, uh, I love consulting them, and and really from a, a you know Azure playing perspective, being able to scratch horses out, putting in the odds, uh, extremely valuable on the the value play. So definitely check that out at a at a discount now, so to speak. Although not even a discount because that's the the permanent pricing. Make it more accessible to uh, more players is a good thing, and uh, we'll make ourselves accessible next week for some more uh, insight. What do you say?
1: Sounds good, Ed. Have a good one. Thanks for having me. All on. right.
0: That's a wrap uh, on the LeCompte. Uh, so join us next week for some race. I'm not sure which one it will be. Hopefully interesting. Hopefully some more prices. Uh, to recap, I'm on Fish Trap Road, the Deuce, and Danny likes Dolphus. In the LeCompte, Saturday at Fairgrounds. Enjoy, and we'll talk to you next week.